Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Zion of Masech Um The Daf begins with kind of a continuation of the more technical Inyanim from yesterday about like Yiplulin and Adava versus Shlamim, uh, you know, Moser, Moser, um, Chatos and things like that. Um, and then we get on to a new halacha slash new Mishnah, which actually has some really cool, uh, some really beautiful agaditas, which is cool. And then we finish up the uh, second parak of Mesech Tashkalim and start the third parak. So it's going to be a cool daf. Let us go weiter. We are at the very bottom of the Vav Amud Beis. Moser Nazir So the Mishnah had said that if you have a fellow and he's a Nazir, and now he needs to bring his korbanis. A Nazir at the end of his Nazirus, right? So they say, Stam Nazirus is Shloshim Yo. The fellow says, look, I'm going to be a Nazir, and he doesn't give a time limit, a time frame. So the, the basis is, you know, the default is 30 days. So now let's say that that's what we're talking about. So at the end of his 30 days, or, you know, whatever it is, at the end of his Nazirus, so he has to bring three korbanis. He brings a Chatas, an Ola, and a Shlamim. So, most are Nazir and Adava. We're saying if he has leftover money after he um, purchases his korbanis, so then that money is Linadava. It goes to the uh, the the Kate Samizbeach fund. Rav Chizda, Amar says of Chizda, Vushaker v'chatasu basof. That is, however, if the last animal that he offers is the chatas. Avaliker v'shlamim basof, Mosar and shlam. But if the last offering that he offered was a shlamim, so then the leftover money is going to be a shlamim. And um, as the article pointed out, even if the um, and if the last offering that he offered was an ola, so then the Moser uh, Nazir would be an ola. That even if the last offering that he offered was a shlamim, nonetheless, Moser Nazir is going to be Linidava to the Ketzimah's Be'ach fund because Halacha Achasi Benazir Shetia Musar Nidava period. Because it's a low pluk, it's one halachet for a Nazir, which is that whatever leftover funds there are are going to be a Nidava. And that's that. No matter what his last Korban was. Masnisim Sayyeladain, Masnisim Sayyeladain. And the Gemara says that there's a Brisa to support each view. There's this Brisa to support the Frizda's view that if the last offering that he offered was a Shlamim, the Mosar Nazir would be a Shlomim. And there's also a Brisa to support the view of Rabzi Ira, which is that it's a low plug, that the leftover funds will always be Linidava. Masnisa Mesele Rabzi Ira. So we have Taka, a Brisa that supports Rabzi Ira, that it's always going to be Linidava. Eluin Maus Sisumen. If you have a fellow who is a Nazir and he set aside money to bring his Korbanis at the end of his Nazirus, and, and then he passes away, Lemaisa. So now there's this money that he had set aside. So Kolshid Mechatas Mes uh you could drop the word Mesas. Kolshid Mechatas Meoravos Bayan Bafilu Hifrish Mechatas Mitocha Mosumenhain. That if there is the you know money for a chatas in that money that was set aside by this Nazir when he was alive, and even if the chatas money was already separated from it. I.e., what's left over is the shlamim and the ola. It makes no difference. It's still considered ma'us assuming this this money that he had set aside, and it's going to be linadava, and that is that. There's no exception there. So that is a a a, a support for Ribzi'ira. 
and here is a brace that supports Rav Chizda, which is So if you have a fellow who um, sets aside money for his, um, uh, you know, he's a, he's a Nazir, and he sets aside money, and he says, okay, so here's a whole bunch of money. This is going to be for my Korban Chatos, and then the rest of it is going to be for my Ola and for my Shlomim. Now here's the Indian friends, that Me'ila, Me'ila has come up a few times, getting benefit from Kodshim, from Kodesh. Now that applies to Kodshim, Kodshim. It does not apply to Kodshim Kalim. An Ola is Kodshim Kodshim, a Shlomim is Kodshim Kalim. So now, he already set aside the money for the Chatos, but now there's the rest of this money, which is for his Ola and for his Shlomim, which means that the money that's for the Ola is Shaykh to Me'ila, and the money that is for the uh Shlomim is not Shaykh to Me'ila because it's Kachem Kalim. So, what the Gemara says, Vashar Lishan Nizirusi, Vameis, and he Pasha dies, Mo'alin Bechulan, Ve'imo'alin Bemiksasin. So, if he then gets benefit and buys lots of pizza with all of the money, Imamish spends all of the money, splurges on pizza. So, in that case, he's going to be over on Me'ila. Let's go right there for a second. But let's say he spent half of the money on pizza, so then he will not be violating Me'ila. How come? Because we'll say, well, the part, the half that he spent was the Shlomim half. The money that isn't Shaykh to Me'ila. But if he spends all of it, so then Me'ila, he spent also the part Shaykh to the Ola, which, which you are... You can be um, mo'il with. So what do we see? So we see that 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 the um, money for the nazir isn't mimele linedava. You you know it depends depend you know it, it depends what the last thing is. And if the last thing is a shlam, so then it'll be the um, shlam. Okay, and you won't be mo'il. All right, sounds good to me. Velo amar and it doesn't just say blanketly that if the fellow dies then um, the money is for a nidava. Okay. Rav Chizde, Amr says, Rav Chizde, Moser, Lachmo, Shonazir, Yurkov. Okay, now, additionally, the Nazir also brings 10 uh, breads, which of course are matzis. So he brings th- these 10 um, breads. So if there's leftover, if there's leftover bread, so then it, it just rots. There's nothing you can do with it. Amr, Biosi, Vios. Rabbi Yossi says, and that, and that makes sense. Because, because what are you going to do with this bread? You can't offer it as a sacrifice. You don't, you don't offer just bread. Bread always accompanies something else. I don't know, lachme toda, or this lachme nozir, whatever it is. But you're not just going to, you know, we don't have an a, 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 um, a example or a precedent, whatever, of just a fellow bringing breads. We have the Shteh maybe, I don't know, the Korban Omer, maybe that's like a Mincha, whatever it is. You don't have a fellow just like offering bread. Okay? And you can't say to your friend who's a Nazir, who's wrapping things up, who's wrapping up his Nazir, say, well, here's some breads. Why don't you use these breads? Because you don't, ha- you know, everyone has to bring their own breads when it comes to a Nazir. So, you know, you're not going to be giving it to your friend. So, lefumkein, and therefore, it's arach meymar, mosalach, moshal nazir, yurkov. That's why the only thing you can really say is that the leftover beds from the nazir 
rot. Okay. Seven Maymar Sachov. And then we wanted to say that well, just like his breads, right? So the Gemara wanted to assume that just like the bread um, get you just let rot. So let's say the same thing about the wine, the libations that he brings with his Corbin, that if it's left over, that should just, you know, spoil as well. So says Rabbi by Rabun that actually the 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 wine is kodshe kodshim, and therefore it will just become a uh, nidava. All right, sounds good to me. Aha. Uh-huh. So now we have to read it with this amendment. So alda de Rabbi Barbun Ushmuel. So uh, on this of Rabbi Barbun and Shmuel, Rav Chizda. So basically, Rav Chizda Shmuel and um, and and Rav Lazar say the same concept. You know, what, what what is this? So, Rav Chia Ahon de Amron. Well, no, I think that's supposed to be Rav Chizda. It's it's still confusing, but I think it's Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda, that which we said that. Um, So if Chizda that right, right so if Chizda said that the uh, that the leftover libations of the Nazir are Kadshe Kadshim and because they're Kadshe Kadshim, therefore they uh, are are in a dava. They are they are donated for the Olas Ketzmizbeach. And then let's go weiter Shtikel. So where am I? Shmuel to Amr Yosi that says Reb Yosi at the very beginning of our Gemara. What did he say? So Adonatamon. The Rabbi Yossi says that when he was in Bavel, Shamis called Rabbi Yehuda Shoyel Lishmuel, that he heard Rabbi Yehuda asking Shmuel, What's the halacha if a fellow set aside um, his machtus a shekel and then he died? So Shmuel said that it's also going to be Yiplun Nadava because the shekel is used to purchase, uh, you know, uh, musafs and stuff, which is Kachi Kachim. And Reb Elazar, because it says Omer Moser Asiyus Eifa Shalor Reb Yochanan Omer Yulichim Le'Am Amelach Reb Elazar Omer Yiplu L'Nedava. As we said yesterday, that um, the the Minchas uh, Chavitin of the Kohen Gadol, if there's leftover, Reb Yochanan says that you take them and throw them and cast them into the um, Dead Sea, whereas Reb Elazar says that um, it's Nedava and that is Kachem Kachem. Kachim, oh my gosh, I always confuse us. Kachim, Kachim also, and it is for the um, Ketam Mizbeach fund. So we see that Rav Chizda, Shmuel, and Rav Lazar all agree that when you have Kachim, Kachim, if there's leftovers, they are part of the um, uh, Ketam Mizbeach fund. And with that, we move on to the next halacha. Says the Mishnah Moser, Shvuim, the Shvuim. If there was a fund to, um, uh, what's it called? Pidyon Shvuyim, to, um, redeem captives, right? If there was a fund for, if they needed to pay ransoms or whatever, whatever it is, to bring back captives. So if there's leftover money in that funds, well, it, you keep it in the fund so that there's more money if ever they need it again. Moser Shavu, Loso Shavu. However, if they specifically raise funds for a particular captive, so then if there's leftover money after whatever negotiations they needed to do, it goes to that fellow. 
And similarly, if there is a fund for the poor, for poor people, so whatever is left over stays in the fund. However, if they raise money for a specific poor person, then whatever is left over goes to that fellow. If there is a fund to pay for funeral expenses, so whatever is left over stays in the fund. Now, if they uh, collected money for a particular mace to pay for funeral expenses, then whatever is left over goes to his um, uh, in- inheritors. I think that's the word. His estate. Reb Meir Omer says, Reb Meir, Moshe Ames, Yei Munach Ad Shiavu Eliyahu, says Reb Meir that actually if they um, collected money for a particular um, nifter, for a particular mace, and there was leftover, so you put it aside until Eliyahu Anovi comes, and you ask him what to do with it. Reb Nosson Omer says, Reb Nosson, Moshe Ames, Bonin Lo Nefesh HaKvaro, if there's leftover money that they collected for a particular mace, well, Put it to work. Uh, build a monument on it, right? Why have a regular matseva? Build that piece a monument, Darian. You know, use whatever leftover money is um, to, you know, to 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 do other things related to this mace, uh, and particularly to build a monument. Gavulo says the Gemara. What happens if they collected money for a particular mace because they thought that he didn't have any money and they needed to collect, so they collected all this money and it turns out that there was money. So Rabirmiya says, "Look, the halacha is that whatever's left over goes to his uh, estate, so give it to the kids." Omle Rabidi the Chutra. So Rabidi the Chutra says to Rabirmiya, "Haga atzmecha." He says, what are you talking about? They raised the money for this fellow, not for the estate. And therefore, it doesn't go to the estate. Okay. To which Rabbi Yirmiya says, look, I wasn't clear. You know, right? Rabbi Yirmiya says, look, I was suggesting that this money goes to the estate. But I wasn't saying for sure. You seem to be pretty convinced that I'm wrong. Why do you assume that I'm wrong? Uh, and the Gemara just kind of ends there. Alright? Tani B'Shem Reb They turn the name of Reb Nassan. Moser Ames Yibane Lo Nefesh Al Kvaro V'yayse Lo Ziluf Al Gabi Mitasos is Reb that if you have money left over from burying a, a fellow so then use that money to make a um, monument on his grave like like he said like Reb Said in the Mishnah, and also if there's money, you can use it. Settle, like sprinkle some wine on top of his uh, coffin. Smells good. We had. Can anybody tell me where we had seen this? I think we saw it maybe somewhere in Pesachim about having like wine, like new wine as a fragrance. That new wine is. F- oh, you know what I think it was. I think it had to do. With when there was like, oh my gosh, I, we'd have to find that. I think it had to do with like a pit with wine and like maybe like Meila from the new wine or something like that. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh gosh, we'd have to look that up. All right, let's go fight there. And Tani, impotent shavui bishavui. Okay, so if you had. Um, you know, money, resources set aside for a particular um, captive. And then another case came up. Don't say, well, okay, whatever. We'll just divert the money for, you know, if you have Ruben the captive and Shimon the captive, 
or really you had raised all this money for Reuven the captive, and then it turns out that, wait, there's also Shimon, don't divert the money from Reuven to Shimon. Ve'en govin, talis betalis. Also, if you set aside, you know, money or whatever, you know, yeah, to buy some clothing for a poor person, and then there's another poor person, don't give it to the other one. You know, whoever you collect it for, reserve it for that person. However, if you have, uh, you know, authorities, people in charge of, of making these decisions, and for whatever reason they, they, they make the decision to divert the funds, so beseder, you know, we, we, we rely upon, um, uh, those people who, with that responsibility. Tani Reb Shimon Gamliel, Omer says, Reb Shimon Gamliel, listen to that, listen up. In osin nefashos litzadikim, divreem hein hein zichronan. What do you guys think of that? That we don't make monuments for righteous people because you don't need to. Their words, that which they actually did and contributed in this uh, world, maybe I'm reading into it a little bit, but that is their memory. We don't need to make monuments on their graves to be their memory. What they contributed and what they left with the world is their memory. Wow, powerful stuff. Rabbi Yochanan Hava Masmich Va'azil Al Rabbiya Bar Abba. So Yochanan was walking, and of course we know that Rabbi Yochanan was very large, and he was leaning upon Rabbi Chia Bar Abba when he was walking. Vahaya Reb Eliezer, really Reb Elazar, Chamile Umitamile Mikame, and Reb Elazar would see Reb Yochanan and hide. The Omar, and Reb Yochanan said, Halein Tarte Milayu Hadein Bavlo Ovid Bey. And Reb Yochanan said, Reb Elazar, the Babylonian, which is interesting because Reb Chia Bar Abba, um, Reb Yochanan referred to Reb Chia Bar Abba as the Babylonian in Masech Shabbos. Um, I think it's Tafkufele Maisa, and and um, he's now calling Rabbi Lazar also the Babylonian because Rabbi Lazar we we saw it uh, where maybe Masechta Erevin I think we saw a few times that Rabbi Lazar was a student of Rabbi Shmuel as well even though he's generally in Eretz Yisrael. Anyway, so Rabbi Yochanan said that this Babylonian Rabbi Lazar he's like dissing me twice, he's insulting me twice. Chadid lo b'shlome. And now we're going to ex- uh, go explain the first way that Rabbi Lazar is insulting Rabbi Yochanan. One is that he's not saying hi to me. You know, he's not. He's not acknowledging me. He's not. He's not. You know, saying Shalom Aleichem. How are you? Vichada mitamer, and 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 instead he hides. That's not the second thing that that he's insulting him. It's just saying, meaning he doesn't say hi to me, and instead he hides. Amli Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi. So Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi tried to sort of appease Rabbi Yochanan and give an explanation for Rabbi. Elazar's behavior, and he said, gavon, this is how we act in Babylonia. Or maybe how they act in Babylonia. That it's not respectable, not, not respectful, or it wasn't the custom for a younger person, or a sort of a, 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 a less accomplished person, to, you know, greet a, a, a great person. Because they're Mekayim, the Pasuk of Rauni Nairim V'nechbau, that the young fellows um, see me and they hide, Vishishim Kamu Amadu, and the elders get up uh, and get up before me. So, 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 um, therefore Rabbi Lazar wasn't greeting Rabbi Yochanan, not, not out of disrespect, but Davka, because the Minig in Bava, where he came from, is that sort of, uh, uh, sort of younger, less accomplished people, 
don't don't just go up to great people and 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 say hello. So he was being sort of shy but respectful in that way. But apparently Rabbi Yochanan wasn't sufficiently appeased with that. So Amar Lehu, so then uh, or Amar Le, so then um, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi said the following to Rabbi Yochanan: Ma'u the Me'abar Kame the Adura Tzame. What you know? So Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi asked Rabbi Yochanan. What should you do when you pass the Adura idol? Should you acknowledge it? What should you do? Omarle. So Rabbi Yochanan said, Ma'at polegle yikar, avor kamoi visami inui. Why would you even think to give it any honor at all? Just walk by it, don't pay it any attention, and kilu blind its eyes. Kilu don't pay it any attention, ignore it, and, and insult it in that way. So Omarle, so Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi, Without missing a beat, he said to Rabbi Yochanan, uh, he says, Yos Rabbi Lazar Avid, the Rabbi Lazar, you see, Itaka did the right thing, that he didn't walk before you, because Rabbi Lazar wasn't going to be greeting you, since that, you know, he's Babylonian, and in Babylon, they, you know, they, they don't just greet great people, they, they kind of shy away, and if he would walk by you and not acknowledge you, it would be the equivalent of like what you want to do to that idol, i.e. insult it. So therefore, because he wasn't going to, greet you out of respect and he also didn't want to insult you by ignoring you that's why he hid um but i guess he didn't hide well enough because it yochanan <laughs> caught him and then it got awkward i guess the ode and now the second thing so the first one was that rebelazer didn't uh greet rabbi yochanan now the second thing that rebelazer did the ode and the second thing that rebelazer does to frustrate rabbi yochanan is that when Rabbi Lazar is teaching, he's not quoting Rabbi Yochanan, even though he learned things from Rabbi Yochanan. So now Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi uh, stepped in to try to appease Rabbi Yochanan, and they said, Amrulo, they said to Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi, There was a story, there was an incident that happened in the um, synagogue of the, what was it, Tarsim again? The... Carpenters, maybe? Benegar sheyesh broshul glustra on a bolt that had at, at, at the end of it a knob. Shenechliku Rabbi Elazar Rabbiosi, there were Elazar and Rabbiosi argued about it. Achikaru sefer Torah bechamoson to such an extent that they ended up tearing a sefer Torah because they got so heated up. Karu sefer Torah, what did what 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 did you, you just tear a sefer Torah because he got upset? El shenikra sefer Torah. Because the Torah got, um, no, rather what happened was they got so worked up that a Torah ended up getting torn. Not that they went and tore a Sefer Torah, but it ended up getting torn. So, you know, that, that, that wasn't so good. So, and there was an elder there, Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma Shmo. His name is Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma. Omar, he said, and Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma said, I will be very surprised if this Beis HaKnesses doesn't end up being a shrine for, for idol worship. Meaning, um, you know, they, they got worked up and the Sefer Torah got torn. Uh, that, that, that's not a good thing. And sure enough, this um, synagogue one day ended up being a, um, uh, a base of Odazar, which is not a good thing, obviously. Vichazar, so Zel, so, so Rab Ami and Rab Asi were trying to make a point, like, take, you know, I don't know, maybe, um, like, uh, you know, take it, you know, it's not, it's not so good to get angry. I mean, look, look what happened when, when, when Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yossi got angry. That was no good. 
But v'chazav Omar, but then Rabbi Yochanan said, Achadein mechavre. He says, you can't compare the two. Those were, those were two colleagues. This is like a student and a teacher. I'm his teacher. You know, I have the right to get upset. So Nichnas, the fun of Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi, so Rabbi Yaakov Ba'idi once again got, got, got jumped in. Omri says, Ksiv kashetziva Hashem as Moshe Abdo, Kinsiva Moshe as Yoshua v'gomer. And it says that just like God created Moshe, Moshe also, not created, uh, uh, taught Moshe, commanded Moshe, Moshe also commanded Yoshua. V'chi kol dibur v'dibur Yoshua Yoshe v'dor shayo Omer kach, Omer Moshe, what do you really think that, you know, so, so Yoshua learned everything from Moshe. Do you think that every single thing that Rabbi Yoshua taught, not, no, oh, not Rabbi Yoshua, Yehoshua, uh, Moshe's disciple, the leader, the book of Joshua. So do you think that every single thing that Yoshua said, he was always saying, oh, by the way, this is what Moshe said. This is what Moshe said. Obviously, it's what Moshe said. Yoshua would, would, would teach, and everyone knows that obviously whatever Yoshua is teaching, he learned from Moshe. Look, Rabbi Lazar, he, he sits and he teaches, but obviously everybody knows that what he's teaching, he learned from you. So then Rabbi Yochanan was satisfied and he said to Rabbi Amin, Rabbi Asi, who tried to appease him by saying, don't get angry because we see what happened when Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Lazar got angry. By the way, the Rabbi Lazar by Rabbi Yossi is Rabbi Lazar the Tana, Rabbi Lazar ben Shamua, whereas the Rabbi Lazar that we're talking about to Rabbi Yochanan is the Amor, Rabbi Lazar ben Pedas. So I'm relying, <laughs> to which Rabbi Yochanan says to Rabbi Amin Rabasi, why are you unable to appease me like as well as Rabbi Idi Bar Oven is able to appease me? You guys didn't do a good job. He did. All right. Uh, sorry, not, not, not Rabbi Bar Oven, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Idi. Rabbi Yochanan Maikuleai. And what's the, what's the big deal? How come Rabbi Yochanan wanted so badly that Rabbi Lazar should be quoting him? That even David HaMelech beseeched the Ebeshter that people should quote him. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Agur olamim, I will live in your tent forever. Sela, I will, uh, I don't know, cover myself, have shade in your wings forever. What you really think that David thought he was going to live forever? This is what David HaMelech said before the Ebeshter, the master of the world, I would like to merit, right? I hope to merit that my sayings will be set over in synagogues and in study halls. Shimon ben Nazir, b'shem Rabbi Yitzchak Omar, says Shimon ben Nazir in the name of Rabbi Yitzchak, Kol tamur chachashom dvar alachom yipiv ba'olam ba'hazeh, listen to this, any tamur chachom, that they say a halacha from him in this world, sifsosav rochashos imo bakever, his lips move in the grave. Interesting. Shinema, as the Pasuk says, v'chikech kiyen hato v'gomer doviv sifse yishenim. The Pasuk says in Shir Hashirim, that your lips, that, that, that your palate is like good wine and it moves the lips of those who are sleeping. Just like when you have 
apparently it's heated up wine or something. When you put your finger in it, it bubbles. Also the lips of the righteous. When you quote a halacha from them, so then their lips move in the grave. So why why is that so good? Like what's so kishmak about your lips moving when you're dead? So Banazira Omar Kaden Dishasi Konditon. Banazira said, Well, it's the feeling of when you drink konditon. I don't know what that is. It's like when you drink old wine. I can relate more to that. Uh Maybe I would like to drink more wine, more uh, old wine, more than I do, but um, I, I get it, a shtickle. That it, that, but the point is that right, that it lingers, meaning the taste of old wine, it, it, it stays in your palate for a while. So here also, kilu that the um, the uh, person who has alocha that people are saying in this in this world, that it, it kind of stays and lingers even after death. Wow. That guy in the motorcycle, he very badly wanted to get into the Gemara Shir, so he made a lot of noise with his motorcycle, and now he was Zaycha to be on Babylon Talmud. Although, hopefully once is enough. I forgot the Shasile, time of Bifuma, that even though you drink it, the, the flavor is still there. So you're also, Kilo, even though you're the fellow has passed, moved on to the next belt, but uh, his, his words are still, are still felt in this world, and he also feels them. Even after death, Rav Gidel Omer says Rav Gidel Omer Shmuel B'Shem Omra says uh, says Rav Gidel that when somebody quotes something in the name of somebody else, Yirabal Shmuel Kiilu Omed Leneged Lenegdo, you should view view it as if the person who you're quoting is standing in front of you. Shneimar, as the pasuk says, Ach B'Tzelam Yisalachish, that with a a vision, um, with a figure, a person should walk. Kiilu, when you quote somebody, you should see him in front of you. Uh, it says Rav Adam Yikra Ish Chazdo that um, or was it Yikari maybe Rav Adam Yikra Ish Chazdo that right, that a great person a person will call out his kindness is Ashar Kolalim okay that's everybody else all right Bishamunimiyimsa when it says but a but a precise person who will be found Ze Reb Zira this is Reb Zira okay what does that mean Dama Reb Zira there Reb Zira says Lesson Srichin Chashashin the Shmaiti the Rav Shei the Rav Shei do you hear this that we don't need to pay attention to the teachings of Rav Sheshes Dugava Mefatra because he, he was blind. What does that mean? What that we that be, I, I think what he's saying is that because he was blind, he was like unable to see things, see text, see the person who's teaching it, and therefore it uh, rubbed off on his, uh, I guess, effectiveness to to learn and to be and to teach and to to be a Tamar Chacham. But I mean, it was Rav Sheshes. I don't know. Amali Reb Zeira Reb Asi Chakim Rebbe Levar Pasio Dat Amar Shmaita Mishmei. So Reb Zeira says to Reb Asi, "Do you know Bar Pasio? Because you quote Bar Pasio, right?" So, so Reb Asi was saying, "Look, if you're quoting Bar Pasio, Misama, you've seen him before. Misama, you know him. You've learned from him. That's why you're able to quote him. You're able to see him in front of you when 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 you quote him." Amar so. So Reb Asi responded to Reb Zeira. Reb Yochanan Amra Mishmei. So Reb Asi responded, "No, I never met Bar Pasia. However, 
I am a student of Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan would quote by Pasya, and, and I, can, I rely upon Rabbi Yochanan. Omer le Rabbi Zeira le Rabbi Asi chokim Rabbi le Rav, de'at Omer Shmai Tisa Mishmei, do you, uh, are you familiar with Rav? Because Rabbi Asi, you, 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 uh, you, you quote Rav. So, uh, you know, have you met him? Do you know him? Did you learn from him? Omer le Rav Adabar Havra Omer Mishmei. To which Rabbi says no, but... Um, Ravada Barahava would say things would quote Rav and I rely upon Ravada Barahava interesting I'm sorry whoa I skipped there is no generation that does not have nudniks in David Amelech's generation what were the nudniks doing? They would walk by the windows of David Amelech, Omrin Lo, and they would say to David Amelech, David, David, Emosa Yibane Beis Hamikdash. So they would go outside of David Amelech's windows and they would say, David, David, when is the Beis Hamikdash going to be built? And they thought that they were so funny because they know that the Beis Hamikdash wasn't going to be built in, in David Amelech's life. So, so they would tease him and say, David, David, when is the Beis Hamikdash going to be built? Because they knew that he was never going to build it and, uh, so they were being nudniks. When will we walk in the house of, of, of God? David Omer and David Melech would say, Even though they are, they are looking to frustrate me and to annoy me and to bother me and to make me upset, to make me angry, All, you know, I wish that we would have I'm taka happy when they say, that we should walk in the house of God. Meaning, Kielu, they were teasing David Melech that you're never going to see the base of Mikdash. David Melech says, yeah, granted that I won't see the base of Mikdash, yet I still would, would be thrilled if, um, you know, even if I died today, if it meant that the base of Mikdash would come sooner. The Ebishter says to David that it will be that when your uh, days are full, and you will lie with your fathers. The Ebishter says to David HaMelech, I'm counting for you complete days. You're going to live your complete life. You're not going to you know, die young. You're not going to have any lacking of days. Shlomo your son is going to build a Besamikdash. I think I, there must be some words missing or something. But Oh, um, no, I skipped the word. That's why. What's the significance of Shlomo Melech building the Besamikdash? So that you can bring Korban Sibor, so you can bring communal offerings. Says God, look, I, I, I'm, I'm more, you know, your, your, your your righteousness and your, and your, and your, your judgment that you do is greater to me than a, than the sacrifices that will be in the base. Amikdash, as the Pasuk says, that somebody who does stucca and mishpat is more choice than a, um, than a, a sacrifice. So, so Keilu, David Melech wanted the base Amikdash to be built. Hashem says, look, I'm not in any rush. That stuck in Mishpat that you do is 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 you know I, I'm more than happy with that. Hajon Allah Mitsaifin Shkalim, we will come back to you, Mitsaifin Shkalim. That is the second parak of Mesechta Shkalim. Moving on to the third parak of Mesechta Shkalim, 
As we've seen before that at three different times during the year they would do the Truma Salishka, they would empty out the Shkalim from the, um, or they would, they would take Shkalim from the uh, place where they were collected over there. Before Sapesach, before Satzeres, before Sachag, and as the Gemara, the Gemara is going to explain in a second what Befros means, but essentially it's say for now, right before Pesach, right before uh, Shavuos, and right before Sukkot, that's also the same time that they would separate Meiser Behema, that if you have um, uh, animals, so every tenth animal, you donate, you, you bring as a Corbin. It's called Meiser Behema. That's Rabbi Akiva's opinion, that at the same time that they would do the Truma Salishka with the Machtes HaShekel, they would also do a Meiser Behema. Ben Azei Omer says, Ben Azei Be'esim V'tisha Ba'adur, that actually the three dates were the 29th of Adur, Uve'echad B'sivan, and in the first of Sivan, Uve'esim V'tisha Ba'av, in the 29th of Av, Reb Lazar, Reb Shimon Omrim, Be'echad B'Nisan, that the dates were the first of Nisan, Be'echad B'sivan, the first of Sivan, Be'echad Be'elo on the 29th of Elo, Velamo Amu Bukhaftas Be'elo, Hakam Reb Lazar and Reb Shimon said, the 29th of Elo, Velamo Amu Be'echad Betishre, and they didn't say the first of Tishrei, Mipneshu Yomtev Vyev Shalasa, Yomtev Vyachachachimu Bukhaftas Be'elo, because the reason why Reb Lazar and Reb Shimon said that the third time that you do Maestro Shani is um, the 29th of Elo, they didn't say the first of Tishrei, because the first of Tishrei is obviously Rosh Hashanah. And you don't do Maestro Behema on, on, on Yomtev, therefore they did it a day earlier. On um, the 29th of Elul, says the Gemara Amr Babau, Kol Hain Ditaninan Pras Palga. Whenever the Mishnah says Pras, ha, pras or Kilu Befrosa Pesach, Befrosa Tseris, Befrosa Achag, it means half. Palga de Lamed Yom, Kodim Lemoy, Chidoshim Bilchosov, halfway through the 30 days prior to the Umtiv, that right, that you um, teach the Halachas. So Kilu, 15 days before Sukkot, 15 days before Pesach, 15 days before Shavuos, that is when. And we do the Trumas Halishka and we'll stop here for Dav Zayin. So at the beginning of the Dav today, we continued with like um, more of the, um, you know, Moser, Moser Anazir and what you do with, um, and what you do with that. Where there was a Machlokas there between Rav Chizda and Rav Zeira. Uh, Rav Chizda said that, with, that, right, that it depends. If the last Korban that the Nazir offered was a Chatas, so then it is uh, Nidavav. The last Korban that he offered is a Shlomim, so then uh, the Moser uh, of the Nazir would be a Shlomim, whereas Reb Zir says it's a low plug. It's always going to be a Nidavav. Then we started a new parak about um, leftover money from Pidyon Shvuyim. It goes to the Shvuyim, etc. We said leftover money from one of the opinion of Nassim was that leftover money that was collected for a mace um, is, to, is to build a monument on, on the kever. We also saw the opinion of a mayor who says that it stays until Eliyahu and Novi comes and he'll tell you what to do with it. And the first opinion was that it goes to the, to the, to the, to the inheritors. But then we saw the concept that the, um, that, that, that you don't build a monument for a tzaddikim because they're, they're, they're words that they, and what they accomplish in this world is, is, is what they take with them. And then we got into some interesting agaritas with the Yochanan. We started the third parak of Mesechta Shkalim, which talks about the three times of year of the year that we separate the uh, Chuma Salishka. And at that time, we also do the um, Meister Behema, according to Rabbi Akiva. And we saw the opinion of uh, Ben Azai, as well as Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon, regarding different, that they have slightly different um, teaching on when you would do um, Meister Behema. Uh, that was Daf Zain. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace out.